and welcome to Random Pursuit on the Incomparable Network's Game Show. A game that discards the board and shuffles trivia cards from far, far too many trivia games. One measly edition of Trivial Pursuit is not enough for the likes of me, as evidenced by the new shelving unit sitting next to me that holds <laughs> trivia games and almost nothing else. It really is beautiful. Hosting this podcast makes me feel a wee bit better about that furniture purchase. And today's episode of Random Pursuit is the 13th of Baker's Dozen. Will we get questions about baking? Probably not, but you never know. It's possible. As always, I have a lovely group of players, and I will introduce them in the order in which they will play. That order was, of course, determined using random.org. Random.org. So, <laughs> I knew somebody was going <laughs> to sing the song. Um, yes. First up for the second random pursuit in a row is Trivial Pursuit stalwart Monty Ashley. Random.org really again. likes you these days, Monty. Thanks, random.org. I like you too. <laughs> <laughs> and, You're already winning. And apparently, random.org is getting really lazy because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Take that sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're not sponsoring us, or I would not have said that. Uh, but yeah, for the second episode in a row, also, our second player is once again my Herb Chirp co host, Annette Weirstro. Welcome back, Annette. Hello. Mm-hmm. I'm very yeah, excited. So random.org likes you the same amount that it did last time. Which is not as much as Monty. Yeah. <laughs> but understandable. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, our third player had so much fun last time. She is back for more. I am very glad and a little surprised that we didn't scare you <laughs> off Sage Young. Oh, my God. You did not. I scared myself, but that happens every day. <laughs> uh, our next player has not been seen around these parts in quite some time. It is nice to have you back, David J. Lower. I'm always happy to be here. Uh, I should say uh, today I and my cat Oolong are cosplaying as Steve Letts and his cat. Oh, wow. So that's, that's great for an audio podcast. Thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, the costume is amazing, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> and finally, we have a brand new player, but she is not brand new to the, the Incomparable Network. It is the third chirper of my ERP Chirp crew. Welcome to your first random pursuit, Kirsten Gorick. Thank you. I feel like random.org and I need to be better friends. So I'm not at the bottom. <laughs> um, That's maybe true. I should send it some baked goods or something. I don't know. I think random.org is very fickle. <laughs> Apparently, and I haven't done anything to try and change that. So that. That's, That's on true. me. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited to be like facing off with Kirsten. Really, you're the only one I'm competing with. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ooh, from chirper to chirper. Calling out a rival. I like oh, it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm really happy you're here. Don't be scared. <laughs> my microphone cuts out again. It's not my fault. <laughs> I feel like I may be like destroying a friendship here. <laughs> We're going to see. Uh, okay, so now Stay that we have... tuned to find out, <laughs> listeners. You're listening to Destroying a Friendship on the Incomparable. So now that we've got our players and our rivalries uh, settled, here's how this works. Random Pursuit is similar to the basic Trivial Pursuit board game, but instead of using the board, each player has their own six-sided die or a dice-rolling app, app like Dice by PCALC. <clears throat> uh, and the players will roll their die to determine which question on the trivia card they will answer. There is one exception to this. Checks Trivia has eight questions, so I get to roll if one of those cards come up. I really like rolling dice, so this makes me happy. And for each question you answer correctly, you get one point. If you answer correctly, you can roll again for another question, but you can only answer up to three three questions on each turn, except for the final round where there is no question limit. And because I loved the roll again spaces on the board so much, I have added a little bit of random fun to the rules. If you roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, you get to pick which edition your question comes from. The players all have access to a list. It is way too long to read on the podcast, although I will say that because I got the 2000s edition of Trivial Pursuit last Christmas, I added lots of those to the pile. So if you happen to roll the same number, all three times on the same turn, you can pick both the edition and the category. So we are going to play for an amount of time determined by me, and then we'll do one last round with no question limit, and the player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights that last until, well, until later today when I record another episode to put in the (laughs) game show bank. (laughs) So let's get to it. Bringing up my my spreadsheet here. Monty, I'm afraid you don't get to roll for your very first question. Ah. Because it's Czech's TV trivia. All right. So I get to roll. And I have rolled a six. And question number six on this card. 
What was the parking lot attendant's name on 77 Sunset Strip? Is that kooky? It is indeed kooky. I am yeah. always so excited kooky, when somebody lend gets... me your comb. Wow. Man. But who was the parking attendant on Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip? Aaron Sorkin, oddly enough. Tom Matthew Perry? <laughs> it was a cameo. <laughs> Uh, all right, Monty, you do get to roll for your next question. Ah, oh, that's good stuff. Ooh, I rolled a six. All right, well, that means you get to actually choose the edition that your question comes from. Genus edition, please. Edition all right. one. All right, Monty. From genus one, uh, category six is sports and leisure. So what is a Stutz Bearcat? And that's it's a car. Yes, it is. Good job. <laughs> That's S-T-U-T-Z. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Bearcat. Or Zed, if you're in Canada. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah. I don't know where it made. It might have been Canada. <laughs> you're close enough to Canada. Yeah. The card actually says an automobile. Oh, but oh, oh excuse me. Uh, I have rolled a five. All right. This one is coming from Genus 3, in which category five is sports and leisure. What two countries inaugurated Davis Cup tennis play? Looking for two countries. Hmm. So we're that fancy. Um, I'm going to say U.S. and France. It was the U.S., but it was Britain. Oh, all right. Yep. So still an excellent first turn. Two points. Annette, roll it up. Yeah, no pressure living up to that. Thanks, Monty. You're welcome. <laughs> I rolled a five. Please right. don't let it be sports. It's uh, well. This is uh, coming from the twentieth anniversary. Could edition. be leisure. Okay, <laughs> that uh, yeah, my my one of my least favorite twentieth anniversary. Uh, five is innovations. So basically, science. Okay. So tell me, what internet giant became synonymous with quote newbie? The word newbie is in quotes. After unleashing its three million subscribers onto the web in nineteen ninety five. What internet giant became synonymous with newbie giant. after unleashing its <laughs> three million subscribers onto the web in 1995? I have no idea. I'm just going to... Mm, 1995, I was in university. Mm-hmm. I was using like weird things back then that weren't the internet. <laughs> I don't know. I have no... I can't even guess. All right. Does somebody oh. else want to know this for a ghost Who wants point? a ghost is it, point? Is it America Online? It it's is. It's got to be America Online. Oh, uh, America yeah. Online. Yep. All right. And that's Canadian, so that's why she didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Canada Online, just, you know, just yeah, way that's too polite. Why. We just got Canada Online, like, last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We Sage. have been waiting for you. It's been a nightmare without you. <laughs> okay, seriously. Uh, etiquette is, is awful. Please help us. Um, okay. I am rolling a two. All right. This is coming from the Disney Family Edition. And once again, I will point out that just because it's the Walt Disney Family Edition, it doesn't mean all the questions are about Disney. It's just an edition that you can play with your family. Yep, because there's one box for grownups and one box for children. And Sage, you get the box for children. Oh, thank God. Okay. All right. What (laughs) was the number? Uh, Two. Two again. Okay. So, Sage, welcome to the world of music. Oh How many million dollars did Pepsi pour into Lionel Richie's 1984 and 1985 what? tours? It's multiple <laughs> choice. <laughs> so, how many million dollars? One, four, or seven? What That's- child? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we were way smarter back then. Financial Mommy, what does party up all night mean? <laughs> all night long? Why do, who would party? Who needs sleep? So, yeah, okay, sorry, four, it was one, four, or seven. Or seven, yep. And this is in uh, 1984 and 1985. Yeah, that... Okay, I'm just, I'm going to say four million. I'm afraid it was seven. Yeah, that wow. Was an expensive that seems like a tour. lot. A lot. Mom, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, enough of the jokes because it's is time your for child you texting about Lionel oh, Richie? No. <laughs> All right, this roll is brought to you by the Dice App by James Thompson. That was me dropping my phone. <laughs> like, that's all like you're and who a brought us that? <laughs> is that how it works? Right. You just throw your phone on the Yeah, it, it really works because then you really get the sound. Um, I rolled a three. 
All right. Well, this is the first of today's questions from the 2000s edition. And the 2000s edition is a little bit different from most Trivial Pursuit. I don't know why they keep trying to reinvent the wheel here, but they have. <laughs> so in the 2000s edition, instead of having different categories oh on one card, they have different cards for each category. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so this one, um, this one now has... Uh, it's a blue card that you have gotten, and the blue <laughs> cards are places, so that's the category. But each card also has a subcategory on it, and your subcategory oh, for this one is TV locations. So, do I do I have to sign a waiver before yes. we get to this? Okay, mm -hmm. okay. I'm just if he gets to... a blue card, does that mean he's allowed to commit one penalty? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've all already committed several, so we're... oh yes, that's how all we right. got here. So here's our question. <laughs> Madison Avenue in New York City was the location of the Sterling Cooper ad agency for the first three seasons of Mad Men. True or false? Hum, I wonder. I'm going to say true. Yes. And another <laughs> thing about the 2000s is sometimes they give you a little extra information along with the answer. Uh, and this is the, <laughs> the actual address. Of the uh, of Sterling oh, Cooper. Oh, good. Amazing. <laughs> Does anybody know it? Because you can get a ghost point for knowing the actual address. It was uh, 405 Madison Avenue. So there you go. Good I think know. I know the address of Mad Magazine on Madison Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can have half a ghost point for that. All right, David, roll again. All right. Man, my phone is going to take a beating. That's a five. All right. This one is coming from Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit. Category five is monsters. So mm -hmm. tell me, on what planet does the doctor first encounter the Mara, the snake-like demon that possesses Tegan? And while you think about that, I'm just going to complain about the fact that I have to flip the card from left to right instead of up and down <laughs> because it still bothers me every single time. All right. So now you get to tell um, me what planet. I'm going to say Earth because that's where they filmed the show. Well, I mean, <laughs> he goes to Earth a lot. I feel like. I mean, technically, yes, they did. They did film it there. That, however, is not the the planet. Does anybody else know this one? It's a bit of a deep cut. As as someone who did not watch much of Peter Davison, yeah. yes, it's Diva Loca. Diva Loca mm. is the planet. That's a disco. That's a good name. It is. Isn't it? it is. That's a disco. Be a good cat I'm name. All right, Kirsten. Oh, that would be a good cat. Kirsten, I hope that uh, by this time you have sort of figured out how this all works. Oh, is that why random.org put me last? Yes, <laughs> I think so. And so you're assured that many of us don't answer correctly. I do feel better about that. Thank you. Do 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 the one that has like six steps to get to the question. I really mm -hmm. want a multiple choice. I got a six. All right. This is coming from uh, Trivial Pursuit Millennium Edition. Yes. Category six is wild card, so it could be anything. Oh, God. God. All right. So <laughs> tell me, what name did Kreskies end up with? And Kreskies is capital K-R-E-S-G-E apostrophe <laughs> S. What name did Kreskies end up with? Oh, God. Um so these are questions from the millennium, not questions for millennials, right? right. Yeah, this is why I'm failing. She yeah. is a millennial. This can't be a millennial. Away from the baby boomers edition because they are fighting oh. all the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta separate them. Yeah, I think this came out in 98 or something. So 98. I was wow. 11. Um, let's go with boomer because I don't know the answer. No. Anybody Whoa. else know this one? Kmart. 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 Yeah, I did not know that one. Oh, oh. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, no. No but idea. Yeah, so Kreskies became Kmart, apparently. Well, at the end of round one, Monty is in the lead with two points. David is behind with one. And everybody else is going to get on the board this round. I feel it. I feel it. Ooh, but first, I like your confidence. First, it's Monty's turn. So go right. ahead and roll. All right. Uh, by the way, Erica, you said you don't know why they keep trying to reinvent the wheel with Trivial Pursuit in the middle of a huge wheel reinvention that you have spearheaded. I think that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rolled a two. Hush, Monty, hush. Okay, All right. Sorry. Minus one point. <laughs> All right. Genus three is the edition this is coming from. Oh, Category oh. two, arts and entertainment. So, tell me what 1976 movie had Robert Redford tell anxious studio execs, quote, it's not a political film, it's a detective story. All the President's Men. Correct. You may roll again. 
That's a good movie. Uh, six. All right. This is coming from Junior Trivia 2, which uh, is the edition for 10 to 13-year-olds. So think uh, of like a 10 to 13-year-old from the mid-80s. I was a 10 to 13. <laughs> well, there you go. So I'm there so are no categories. No categories, but just numbers. So your question is, what is the motto of the United States? All right. I have trouble with these because I know frequently there are mottos and slogans and then Game of Thrones, they also had words. Yep. But I think it's e pluribus unum. It is not. I'm ah. is, it, is it think different? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is in God we trust. Oh, I would have been my mine. guess. I knew that. I knew that. I gave myself a ghost point. I gave that. myself a ghost point, too. Yeah, yeah ghost point and I'm a Canadian. For sale to the highest bidder. Am I right, people? Ooh, I gave myself bird. a werewolf point. All right. <laughs> Annette, you may, may Oh, yes. Junior trivia, junior trivia. <laughs> Four. All right. It's not junior trivia, but it is the kids box from the Disney edition. Ooh, so, which could mean nothing. Annette. More Lionel Richie trivia. <laughs> It's going to be long division. Okay. Annette, welcome to the world of fantasy. What part of Princess Mombi's body boasts 31 variations in Return to Oz? Which I just watched two weeks ago. Wow. Um, I've read like all of the Oz books and I don't know who that person is. Uh, what part? What part of Princess Mombi's body boasts body. thirty-one variations in Return to Oz? It was a very disturbing movie. I am gonna say maybe her hands. Afraid not. It was her head. Oh, that was gonna be my guess. It's based on Land of Oz, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah it, I think it was a little closer to the books than the original movie was. Oh, very much so. But yeah. it's it's much darker. Yeah. Sage. Not in a good way. You are up. All very right. much in a good way. Uh, six. All right. This is coming from the 1960s edition. Mm-hmm. And category six is wild card. <laughs> so it could be anything from the 60s. Great. So please tell me, what letter was very, very extraordinary in the Nat King Cole song, L-O-V-E? E. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? It was the V, I think, for the mm-hmm. very. It's very, very, very extraordinary. E oh. is even more extraordinary. Right. I, was, I, I tried <laughs> Good to rhyme. sing it. I tried to sing it too fast in my head, and I got confused. So you should have sung it out loud on the podcast. Yeah. No, that was absolutely not going to happen. So I'll take take the L for that. I'll take the L for that. All right, David. L is for no. L. <laughs> Four. All right. David, this is also coming from the Disney edition, Children's Box. So welcome to the world of fantasy. Annette is still here. Say hi. I am. I'm stuck here. Yep. Hello. So tell me, what decorate the underwear of the Queen of Hearts in Disney's Alice in Wonderland? That's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the mind reels. See, this is where it sucks to be an improv person. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say hearts because that and when looking at your paycheck. Yeah, uh, it is hearts. Congratulations. You may roll well, again. Oh, Ooh. thank God. What else would it have been? Good, maybe like the, the crazy cat, the Cheshire cat. It is well, he comes box. and goes. In her underwear. Two. <laughs> All right. Once again, this is coming from the Doctor Who qu- uh, trivia box. Category two yes, is. Get me away from cat jokes, please. It's companions. His companion. So tell me, what does Turlo throw at the Black Guardian, destroying him in a blaze of flames? Is it Peter Davison? <laughs> is that your final answer? <laughs> That's my final answer. Uh, it is not. I uh, do. I do remember when Turlo joined the show because I read that in the news and went, "Nope," just based on the name. Well, you were wrong, uh, but you were also wrong about the question. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, anybody else want to weigh in on this one for a ghost point? A flaming a arrow. Cocktail? Water? It was the Enlightenment Diamond. The Enlightenment oh, God. Diamond. Oh, of course. That one I knew. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I did not. I mean, right. bear, bear in mind I was 13. All right, Kirsten, it is your turn. 
Use that excuse for everything, David. <laughs> I am a two. All right. So this time it is a card coming from the 2000s edition. The card category is entertainment. Your card subcategory is streaming series. Oh, boy. And question number two is, what political drama, which premiered in 2013, follows the cringeworthy character of a power-craving congressman? House of Cards. That's the one. (gasps) You are on the board. Thank you. I never finished that series. Yeah, it got a lot more cringeworthy. cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When the revelations about the main actor came out. Yeah, that's pretty much the time. Yep. All right. I'm rolling. Uh, Six. All right, this one's coming from the Trivial Pursuit Millennium Edition. Again, not millennial, millennium. Damn it. And that was, you said a six? Yes. All right, wild card, could be anything. What magazine's complete output from 1888 to 1997, including 155,520 images and 175,000 pages of text, was published in a 30 CD-ROM set? Looking for a magazine that went from 1888 to at least 1997. Oh, my gosh. Lots of Um, images. Lots of pages. uh, National Geographic? It is National Geographic. No way. Good job. Nice. I was going to guess Punch. I remember when that came out, I was kind of excited about it. I was just trying to think of like the oldest magazines I'd see in my Bob and Guido's house. It was Reader's Digest or that. (laughs) You picked right. I'm rolling again. Yep. CD2 was not a popular format. One. <laughs> All right. This is another 2000s question. Uh, this time, the category of the card is events. So it's yellow. And the subcategory of the card is millions. And you said that was a two? A one. A one. Okay. Which model discovered at a Sao Paulo McDonald's in 1994 at age 14 made $47 million in 2014 at age 34? We're looking for Peter Davis model. <laughs> Tom Brady. No, I don't know. <laughs> no guess. No guess. Not even going to guess a model. Um, Giselle Bunchen. I don't know. Oh my god, you got it right. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Congratulations married to Tom Brady. I think she actually is. She is. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, oh, good Kirsten. No, when, Thank you. When you said Tom Brady, I was like, oh, you're so close. <laughs> That, is that was a, not really a millions question. Is, well, there were millions of dollars involved there. so That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's our first sweep of the game. Congratulations, Kirsten, getting a sweep on your very first time through. Which uh, you. puts you as, at tied for the lead with Monty with three points. Uh, Ooh, David just is stressful. David is right behind with two points. And Annette and Sage are hanging out in the world yeah. of fantasy. We're tied. <laughs> yep, that's us. Mm-hmm. I'm often here, so, you know. All right. Well, Monty, roll yeah. us roll us up and start us off on the next uh, right. next adventure here. Kirsten, I'll hold David off. You run for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Two. Two. Okay. This is coming from the Star Trek 50th Anniversary Edition. That's right. Not okay. 50th. 50th Anniversary. Mm. And uh, Category 2 is a little thing with a planet on it. So <laughs> it, it doesn't have letters in this version of the game, which I find very annoying. Uh, locations. It's locations. So where on earth did Dr. McCoy end up after running through the Guardian of Forever? And that's like where on earth, capital E, not like where on earth did he end up? <laughs> where has <laughs> Dr. McCoy gotten to? Uh-huh. That's scamp. Oh, and ah. I have to turn it sideways to find the answer. Ah. All right. So, I feel like the actual answer is going to be a sound stage. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're looking for something a little more Watsonian than Doyleist. Okay. Well, uh, well, I'm going to explain my logic here. Okay. I have not seen this episode. Mm -hmm. But I I have not seen hardly any Star Trek. Oh. That's fine. Yeah, You're still I'm, welcome I'm here. Shut shocked. up. Dude. There's a lot of I'm television shocked. out there. And, but my lo- my logic is I picture him going through a shimmery uh, doorway or something. Mm-hmm. And then we see him and there's going to be a big landmark in the background. So we can go, what? Oh, my gosh. Now I'm in. So I'm going to say Mount Rushmore. I think that'd be a nice shot. That was very good logic. And you were totally on the right track in terms of, uh, I think... Uh, landmarks but it was actually david you want to say it 
New York City. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. The Kardashian New York City. City? <laughs> it was 405 Madison New Avenue. In New fact. York City circa 1930, but I wasn't going to ask for that much detail. All right. Mm-hmm. An- Annette, it is your turn. <laughs> okay. Ready? Oh. Two. All right. Two. Is, this is coming from Genus 5, Arts okay. and Entertainment. So, okay. What's the only sound heard on a 1970s album titled The Best of Marcel Marceau? Oh, I love Marcel Marceau. What you is do? the only sound? I used to watch him in French class. Why are we friends? Why are we friends? Fondue a French class. What was the only sound? Yes. Well, it's not speaking. Uh, explain to the audience who Marcel Marceau Marce- was. He was a mime. He was a mime. I don't know why we watched him in French class because he well, he was speak. a French mime. Mine's a French mime, but and we, he has yes. he has the only line in Mel Brooks's silent movie. Oh, that's wow! Like no. reverse. Okay, so what sound would it be? I feel like it's either maybe clapping or maybe the sound of feet. I am. You got to pick know. one. I'm afraid. Okay, I'm going to go with feet. Oh. You should have gone the other way. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh yes. I take it back. Should we all it's clap like, for Annette? It was a plug. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> all right. So, Sage, it's okay. your turn. Uh, six again. All right. This is coming from a blue card from the 2000s edition. So, that's places is the category of the card. Eastern states is the subcategory of the card. That's where I'm from. And your question Great. is, in which state is Dixville Notch? where the few eligible voters traditionally cast their votes at 12.01 a.m. on presidential election days. Uh, Dixville Notch. We're looking for a state. Dixville Notch. What a great name. First of all, I wish I was from there. I would Mm -hmm. all my clothes would be like branded. Um, They apparently like to vote very, very early. Very early. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to guess Rhode Island. Just for whatever. It's... It's not. It's D- New Hampshire. Yes. New Hampshire. It, it is. Are you New familiar Hampshire. with this place? I've been. Wow. Bunch of keeners voting in New Hampshire. Yeah, it they does get say. get a very brief spot of news every election year. Yeah, it says yep. the results Aww. of those votes are broadcast nationally by political pundits. Oh, well, see, I don't watch that stuff because it makes me extremely anxious. So that's why I, <laughs> right. I just try to, like, go to sleep and wake up. It's like, and, it, and it's always they present it in like this very formal, you know. Oh, it's 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 kind of like, like the Groundhog in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I get, watch. Like, new, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I watch the Dixville Notch results. I'm like, well, that's probably close enough. And then I'll wake up tomorrow, or in the case of some elections, a week later. <laughs> <laughs> David, it is your turn. Okay. Man, those sound effects are impressive, James. That's a six. All right. This is coming from the uh, UK Globetrotter edition provided to the show by friend of the show, Anthony Johnston. Thank you, Anthony. So it's uh, a basketball question. Well, it's a question about Asia. All right. So uh, tell me which former British territory provided James Clavell with his setting for Noble House. And I'm sorry if I pronounced his name wrong. I don't know who this guy is. No, it's it's James Clavell. He wrote okay. Shogun and Taipan. And King ah, Rat. Well, uh, which former and, British uh, territory uh, gave him his setting for Noble House? I'm going to say Hong Kong. You're going to be right. You may mm-hmm. roll again. Because I read it in 1985. It's long. It's a, it's a big doorstop of a book. Ugh. And it was a really boring miniseries with Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> well, at least still you got watch. to look at Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> That's true. Young Pierce Brosnan, like Remington Steel era Pierce Ooh, Brosnan. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't, I don't swing that way, but yeah, yeah. Um, five. <laughs> All right. This one is coming from the Baby Boomers edition, and uh, category five in the Baby Boomers edition is for some reason green, which is, I believe, that <laughs> LT stands for Lives and Times. Um, no, it's Lawrence Taylor. Yep. Nope. Lives and Times. <laughs> so, tell me. What was he hyping when he claimed, quote, outside, I might look like Wally Cox, but inside, I feel like Tyrone Power. What was he hyping? Wow. Mm -hmm. Outside, I might look like Wally Cox, but inside, I feel like Tyrone Power. Baby Boomer. Would it be the sitcom Mr. Terrific? I'm afraid not. It was Mm. Jockey Shorts. Oh. (laughs) 
Ew. <laughs> Sell some shorts. I'm, I'm getting a lot of underwear questions today. What is yeah, that? Are. Underwear and cats. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, Kirsten, you may roll. Okay. That's a two. Okay. This one is coming from the Genus 3 edition. Category two is arts and entertainment. So tell me, what folk rocker did Bruce Springsteen say, quote, freed your mind the way Elvis freed your body? Oh, boy. Looking for a folk rocker. I'm, I'm pleased that I at least know who the people in the question are, because that wasn't <laughs> the good. case for the last mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I do not know this one, though. I'm a Brian Adams girl from Canada. <laughs> Are you going to guess him as your folk rocker? Or? Yeah, I am. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Brian Adams. Uh, I'm afraid it wasn't Brian Adams. It was Bob Dylan. Oh, oh you know, it's close. Yep. That All guy. right. Well, this is interesting. We are uh, at the end of turn number three, and we have a three-way tie. With all three people with three points. So congratulations, Monty, David, and Kirsten for having a tie for the lead. Uh, Annette and Sage, you are also tied, and I love you very much. You guys are tied for second. (laughs) It's It's true. true. (laughs) We are. I'm going to take that as a win. Yeah, it's all about perspective. So So Um, Monty, you can start us off again. Three. All right. This one is another 2000s card. It is the purple card. The category is the arts. Your subcategory is real books, and that's R E E L books. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, which NFL football team does Pat Solitano support in the 2008 book and 2012 movie, The Silver Linings Playbook? Oh, um, well, I certainly saw that movie. Okay. Um, There was a football team, an NFL football team. Sure was. Uh, I feel like it's the Eagles. Let's go with the Eagles. You are correct. It is the All Philadelphia right. Eagles. Mm-hmm. Well, Les Friedman would be so proud of you right now. <laughs> so would Bradley Cooper. All right. Uh, five. Five. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to have you hold off on that because oh, oh. it's a checks quest- trivia question. Fire uh, off the checks alarm. Which mean, Yeah. Which means I need to roll. And this is checks music trivia. And I rolled an eight. So your question, uh, name the barber in The Barber of Seville. <laughs> Figaro? Figaro. Yeah. Figaro. Figaro. What? Figaro. 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 Nice work. And you're correct. It's Bugs Bunny, though. Oh. And we're going to use that five yep. that you rolled as, okay. the, uh, as the, the match number. So if you roll a five now, you oh. get to uh, okay. choose your addition. I rolled a three. Okay. Well, that is the uh, 20th anniversary edition. And category three is news. So what investment guru passed Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen to become the world's second richest person in 2001? We're looking for an investment guru. All right. And you're asking, who was the second richest person 19 years ago? That is exactly <laughs> what I am asking. Fantastic. Reveal. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Uh... Uh, uh, no, that, no. All of the rich people I can think of have some sort of product attached to them. <laughs> I have a guess. Um, uh, the Motley Fool. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Motley Fool itself? Themselves. Yeah, the website. Uh, nope, it's a person. Uh, Annette, oh. do you want to guess? Is it Warren Buffett? It is Warren Buffett. You got a oh, ghost whoa! point. I got a ghost point. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can get you some real points. So go okay, ahead let's do this. Die. Good segue. Oh, I just dropped my dice. <laughs> You're so <laughs> nice. I can see it across the room. It's a two. <laughs> okay. Get one of your cats to bring it back. All right. I will. Uh, so this is coming from the Doctor Who edition of Trivial Pursuit. Okay. New Who? Please. Category two is companions. Okay. Um, so in which story did Leela of the Seva team, companion of the fourth Doctor, first appear and it is multiple choice oh so did she first appear in the face of evil the talons of wang chiang horror of fang rock or the robots of death okay i don't know at all but i really want to see the horror of fang rock so i'm just gonna pick no it's probably not that one though maybe it is what if i say i'm just gonna go with it horror fang rock Nope, I'm afraid not. Uh, it is the face of evil. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've seen one of those episodes. I'm very excited. Have you really? Yeah, Talons of Wing Chang. Ah. I've seen none of them. Well, someday we're gonna we're gonna get you there. I promise. But sadly, that's not today. <laughs> so Sage, <laughs> go okay. ahead. Getting on the board. I'm gonna get on the board. Uh, three. Okay. This time it is another 2000s card. It is a green card, so that means the category is science and tech. Your mm. subcategory is April Fool's Day 2015. Uh, my, great. <laughs> First of all, what? my least favorite holiday. Also, uh-huh. that wasn't a great year for me. So, All right. Well, I apologize in advance yeah. then, but maybe... maybe Actually, the... it's a question about something else. Surprise! <laughs> hey, or maybe the trauma sometimes. Maybe the trauma of that year will help you remember the answer to... <laughs> To what special family members did T-Mobile supposedly introduce special smartphone plans? To what special family members did did T-Mobile supposedly introduce special smartphone plans on April Fool's Day 2015? Supposedly. Um, Okay, if this is an April Fool's joke, I'm going to guess pets. You're right. You're on the board. Nice. Yes, and this is one so of those ones- dumb and predictable. <laughs> yeah, that, like <laughs> thanks, thank take you, it. T-Mobile. Yeah, exactly. The card says pets, even your boas and turtles. So there you go. Good one, guys. <laughs> yep, and that's hilarious. Doing April Fools is like always so it's sad. The worst. Yeah. All right, roll again. All right, four. All right, this one's coming from the Genus Five edition. Category four is science and nature. What African nation is home to Dalal, which swelters under the world's highest yearly average temperature? Dalal is pronounced D-A-L-L-O-L, and I might not be pronouncing it right. But we're looking for an African nation. God. Geography is... uh, Highest yearly temperature on average. Not my strong suit. Um, I... I feel like this is the kind of question that could also come up again in the UK Globetrotters edition because Trivial Pursuit is known for reusing questions in multiple editions. Ugh, this is going to be so wrong and embarrassing. I'm just going to guess Ethiopia, which I know is not right. Oh, you're wrong because yeah. Ethiopia is right. Is it? <laughs> yes. What? Oh my Good God. job. Yeah. Okay. So you get to roll again. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Don't you love my like my anxiety that I have on the show? Like you invite me on and I'm just like, oh god, like something like there's actual stakes. Um, okay, I just rolled a two. There's no, there's no real stakes. No stakes. I know. Uh, you said that was a two. Yes. All right. Well, it's coming from Genus Two, and this is the only sold in Canada version of Genus Two, but mm. it's not all Canadian questions. Okay. Um, this one is from the entertainment category. Oh. What mash? Oh, excuse me. What masher? <laughs> And MASH is like the TV show. It's in italics with the little asterisks in between each capital letter. But sure, it has sure. ER added to the end, so it was hard to read at first. What masher got her movie start by playing a lesbian in the 1957 shocker Reform School Girl? <laughs> I don't know. I really need to see that, whatever it is. Um, I'm so bad at MASH, and I don't remember like her name. Is it the one who played Hot Lips? I don't know her name. I, I need. I, the, I do need the name of the actress. I know. I'm it's sorry. It's pretty I don't much know got it. to be. I don't know it. Yeah, the one woman. So Someone else take <laughs> I don't know her name either. It's Loretta. I remember Swift. the girl who played it when we did my high school production. Of it Ash, is not Loretta Swift. Sure it is not her. It's actually Sally. Oh. Sally Kellerman. Oh, yep. the movie. Yep, but that's okay. And Sage, there were also you are, some. You are there were recurring solidly, nurses. Nurse Kelly. Kelly Nakahara. You're solidly on the board. Yep. But David, oh, I want to do turn. all mash trivia. I would kill it. Okay. Yeah, you probably would. Oh, that's that a would be jack. Terrible. Oh wait, I rolled my po- <laughs> I rolled my poker dice. I'm sorry. Hang on. <laughs> Six. All right. This one is coming from a yellow card from the 2000s. That's events. Um, your subcategory is who's who, and your question is. What brooch-loving former Secretary of State got into a good-natured Twitter war with Conan O'Brien in 2014 about their Halloween costumes? I'm going to say Madeleine Albright. That is correct. Henry Kissinger loved brooches. (laughs) You can roll again. (laughs) Four. All right, this one is coming from the Genus 4 edition, in which Category 4 is Science and Nature. 
So what European country accounts for most of the 30% of the world's prunes not produced in California? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, France. It is France. Nice work. I was just guessing well wine done. country. Yep. So, you know. All right. Roll again. Because most of the prunes in America come from California. One. All right. This is coming from the Baby Boomer edition. Category one is TV. What Mary Tyler Moore show regular became a regular <laughs> on the Betty White show? Georgia Ingle. You got it. We have our second sweep of the game. Congratulations. Wow. Whoosh. It's it's a pretty good show created by David Lloyd, who went on to write for Cheers and Taxi and mm-hmm. Frasier, and uh, it lasted one season. But Just kind of hanging on the Burroughs coattails, it sounds like. That's right. That's right. Yeah, this good was coattails. she, Betty White was an actress in a show called Undercover Woman, and so it was behind the <laughs> scenes of this silly cop show. Nice. I need to and, watch this immediately. And John Hillerman. <laughs> it had John Hillerman and Georgia Engel. And it was, yeah, it was fine. It was a good show. Well, Kirsten, it is your turn, but you don't get to roll because. Oh, damn. Hopefully I'm Betty sorry. Because I'm going to watch Betty success. White. Because <laughs> you're going to go watch Betty White. That's your prize. <laughs> Yay. No, it is a, uh, it's a music trivia question from the Czechs trivia. And I rolled a six. So your question is, Kenny Rogers sang with what group before Forming his own band, the first edition. <sighs> for Kenny Rogers saying with what group? The Beatles. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not the Beatles. Does anybody know this? I've never heard of them. It was the new Christy Minstrels. It, it was. The so what oh, now? Wow. That's not yeah. even a real thing. That was on the tip <laughs> yeah. of my tongue. And, I could have gotten and, the first edition, but before that, I'm out. <laughs> and they were replaced by the new new Christy Minstrels. Not joking. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Wow. That's yeah, terrible. they were, they were uh, kind of like up with people and all that. Mm. Yeah, they're mentioned in this radio sketch, uh, the Rock and Roll Doctor. I enjoy that sketch a lot. Mm-hmm. That's all I know about the new New Christy Minstrels. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it uh, that brings us to the end of this round. David is has taken the lead with six. Monty is close behind with five. Then Kirsten with three. Sage with two. And Annette is hanging out in the world of fantasy <laughs> where <laughs> I am in the fantasy that I will someday be good at trivia. Oh. <laughs> I think there are lots of cats there and, and tea. It is. It's lovely. You know, I'm actually having a fine time over Great. here. All right. We're going to do like one fantasy. more regular round and then we're going to do our final round where there are no limits, but it's we still round. have limits for now. So Monty, roll us up. Four. All right. This is coming from a yellow card from the 2000s. That's events. Your subcategory is world leaders. And question four is, which Labour Party politician became prime minister of the United Kingdom in 2007 after Tony Blair resigned from the post? Well, obviously, I don't know. So I'm going to say the name of somebody that I'm sure is a British politician, Mm -hmm. may not have been prime minister, Real good chance that this will be comical because it's the wrong party. Is it Nigel Farage? No. It is not Nigel <laughs> See? Farage. I knew it was going to be comical. No. I knew it was going to happen. We is, haven't gotten to that uh, that season of The Crown yet, so I don't know the answer either. Is is it Gordon Brown? It is Gordon Brown. Yep. Yeah. Scotsman. All right. Annette, your turn. I rolled a three. All right. This is coming from the Baby Boomer edition. Okay. Yep. And uh, category three in the Baby Boomer edition is uh, nightly news. So basically news. Uh, What country officially decreed an end to its war with Germany in 1955? Hmm. What country officially decreed an end to its war with Germany in 1955. And since this is a, uh, a countries-based question, I will remind you that the Baby Boomers edition came out in 1983. Is it the USSR? Which is also known as... Russia? Which is, well, sort of, not exactly. Also known as... I'm going to give it to you. It is... It's, <laughs> it's the Soviet Union. It's what the card says. Oh, but okay. yes, that's, that's the USSR. No, it's Moops. It says Moops. The card <laughs> says like, Moops. Come on. Hey, no, I'm giving it to Annette. Annette is now officially on the board. Congratulations. <laughs> you can roll My again. Russian history. Oh, yay. Mm. I don't even know what that feels like. 
Six. <laughs> All right. This time it's coming from the UK Globetrotters edition. <laughs> okay. Category six is Asia. Which oriental gourmet dish is a byproduct of the South Asian Swift's bodily excretions? What? <laughs> like, oh, uh, what? It's a that byproduct del- of the South Asian Swift's bodily excretions. Swift sounds like a, it sounds like a bird, a swift. Mm-hmm. So is it the, um, what is the name of those eggs? The thousand year old eggs. I can't sounds remember. sounds like a health violation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is it the thousand year old eggs? It's, it's not. I'm afraid you were sort of barking up the wrong tree there. David, okay. is that what you were thinking? No, is it egg drop soup? It's not. It's a bird's nest soup. Bird's nest soup. Oh, That's okay. the other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. So, Sage, it is your turn. Ooh, a two. All right. This is another 2000s card. It's a blue card, which means it is places. Your subcategory is great escapes. So, which 2002 movie retells the Alexander Dumas tale of Edmond Dante's and his daring fight I mean, Dante and his daring fight from the impregnable prison Chateau de Luf. I don't know how to read French I think it is Dantes. I think there's It is Dantes, yeah. Okay. What? I don't anyway, know any it's a 2002 words. movie um, about, uh, Chateau de la about Alexander Dumas' uh, tale of Edmond Dantes and his daring flight from the impregnable prison Chateau de Luf. It's D apostrophe L-F. Chateau de la Bouffe. <laughs> So yeah, Castle great escape. I'm sorry. Just did somebody just say Shia LaBeouf? That's more of my. <laughs> did he escape from prison? Um, Isn't yeah. there Mrs. Dumas and everyone calls her dumbass and Mean Girls or something like that? That sounds quite possibly familiar. Um, There's a Snickers ad where that happens. 2002. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no, I have no idea. I don't even have a guess. Is it the man in the iron mask? That's no. too late. I was, oh, wait, I was wait, thinking no, it's that. the Count of Monte Cristo. It yes. is the Count okay. of Monte Cristo. Dad, I was, I was get those my, my brain went to man in the iron mask, too. And then, but then I was like, no, that was like right after Titanic, which was 1996. No, man in the iron mask is more three <laughs> Sage knows her Leo. Stuff, right? I know, right, but right. yeah, tell me, ask me more about Leo history. So the Monte Cristo sandwich <laughs> is the special tonight at the Chateau. Oh, yeah. Don't make it's me because hungry. Chateau dish. <laughs> it's called a Monte Cristo sandwich because it's like encased in a shell and you have to break it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I did not know that. Delicious. All right, David, you may roll. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Six. All right, this is a Doctor Who trivia question. Oh, Category Lord. six is cast, crew, and beyond. Just Peter basi- Davison. Basically, wild card. Um, so tell me. All right, Ian Glenn portrayed Father Octavian in Flesh and Stone, but what HBO fantasy drama series does he star in as Jorah Mormont? <laughs> um, would that be Boobs and Dragons? No, no, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is. Somehow, David, you managed to get both a Doctor Who and a Game of Thrones question, and you guys still got it right. Wow. <laughs> but see, I actually, I actually watched Doctor Who. That's true. I wouldn't say he stars in it. Yeah, <laughs> they're all stars. I, I he, gets paid, stars he gets paid well to appear in it. <laughs> of course, of course. Three, three. All right. This is coming from Junior Trivia One. This is the Junior Trivia Edition, aimed at children f- ages five to nine. Oh so, Lord! Congratulations. Blue. All right. Tell me, <laughs> what did butter start as? Oh. <laughs> what <laughs> point? What did butter start as? Um, weird cream, milk. I mean, you have to pick one. I have to pick one. Cream. <laughs> it's milk. It's milk. <laughs> I was going to say a cow. But... I mean, like either <laughs> of those. Either of those is kind of correct. But since you're in the lead, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Uh, no, it's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's a fun. plucky young starlet with a dream in her heart. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kirsten, it is your turn. All right. Another two. I think my dice is broken. <laughs> well, uh, you are getting a question from the uh, Walt Disney Family Edition. However, this is from the Grown Ups box. Oh, I've, I've stopped calling it the adult box because people start thinking that means something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ooh, that would be fun. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, Kirsten, Kirsten, welcome to the world of music. Oh, good. Yeah. What glam, what glam rockers sing the theme for the James Bond flick, A View to a Kill? Oh. Glam rockers. Yeah, they're not exactly glam rockers. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I also take issue a little bit with this question, but sure. Glam rockers. Uh, A view to a kill. View to a kill. That's a a little older than I'm used to for my James Bonds. Um, Glam rockers. Yeah, don't don't focus too hard on the glam rocker part of it. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. So I'm going to say the Pixies because that sounds glam rock to me. Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, there's an an alternate timeline where that happened and everybody wants to be there. Uh, But no, I'm afraid it was Duran Duran. Oh, that's not glam rock. Yeah. See? (laughs) Yeah. Trivial Pursuit uh, question writers are not always the most hip and with it, I think I find. (laughs) All right. Well, that brings us to the last, uh, the, the end of our final normal round and uh david is in the lead with seven Woo-hoo! yep and then we've got monty with five kirsten with three sage with two and annette is on the board with one Woo! point Woo! I got one. Yep. so we're, we're changing up the order a little bit here because we're gonna have david go first and give us the number to aim for so oh, no yeah yep so <laughs> david go ahead and roll here we go oh Landed on its side. Gold finger. Six. <laughs> All right. You've got uh, you've got a card from the two thousands, and it is a yellow <laughs> card, so it's events. Oh, and the subcategory subcategory is it's just politics. Oh God. Yeah. So Dixville Notch. Question number six: Which Southwest state is home to Congresswoman Gabby Giffords, who returned to D.C. in twenty eleven to vote on a bill just seven months after she was shot? Arizona. Correct. And this is one of the cards that gives you a little extra information. It says, Arizona, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi called her, <laughs> quote, the personification of courage. Aww, right. We love yeah. you, Nancy. Yep. So you can roll again. Okay. Four. All right. This is coming from the 1960s. And uh, category four is, it says MSC, which I'm pretty sure is not miscellaneous in the middle there. Um, so, nope, it's, uh, music. Why would you put MSC for music? <laughs> Go home, they're trying to be cool and hip. You're drunk. All right. So, what Bob Dylan song pleads, quote, take me for a trip aboard your magic swirling ship? For a Bob Dylan song. That folk wow. rocker, Bob Dylan. Oh, I'm going to regret not liking all but one Bob Dylan song. Um, I guess it's not this one. Tangled up in blue. It's not. No. Anybody no, else know no, this one? No, no, no. It's subterranean homesick blues. Nope. No. No. It's, no idea. It's Mr. Tambourine Man. Oh, you know that would have been my third guess. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, uh, so that gives us our our goal. Eight points is what uh, what the rest of you are aiming for to tie nine to win or more, no depending on what other people get. We're gonna start with a net. Yep. Yeah. So no problem. Mm-hmm. I've got this. You Just do it. eight more points. Yeah. All right. Roll it up. This is where you Six. start your astounding comeback. Yeah. I know. It'll legend. be epic. It'll go in legend. All right, and we'll, well help. We'll you, help. You are getting a question from Junior Trivia 1, which is the five to nine-year-old edition. And your question is, what happens on Groundhog Day? And I'm not going to make you answer like the exact words it's, on the card. Okay. It's the same thing over and over every year. <laughs> it's like all the time. Um, a groundhog comes out, and if they see their shadow, they go back and winter's six weeks away. Yeah. And if they don't see their shadow, spring is here. But this doesn't work in Canada. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> it's always at least six weeks away. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the, what the card said is the groundhog becomes a weather forecaster. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, that was much more succinct. He is about as accurate that as they are. That was far more succinct. You were, you were close enough. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give that one to you. How close to Groundhog's Day is this episode going to come out? Uh, actually, I have no idea. Probably way after. Oh, wow. This one's going to the bank. Annette, you get to go again. I gotta roll again. Six again. 
Oh, that means you get to choose the edition that your question <gasps> comes from. Let's go with Junior Trivia again. All right. One. Junior Trivia one. Junior Trivia one. Okay. Let me just find a card that's not the one that you just got your question from. Because that would be bad to give you the exact same question. Oh, my God. Or would it? One? Yes, I do. Okay. So, Annette, who mm-hmm. lived in the Garden of Eden? <laughs> Adam and Eve? <laughs> yes. That is correct. And? I think that seems that's all the card needs. Uh, <laughs> all we don't talk about the like, other guy. Yep. <laughs> all well, right. At least two kids. Three. And a snake. All right. Tree. This one is coming from the 2000s. And this card is orange, which means it's sports and hobbies. Okay. That was a good run for me then. Well, there's, there's still the hobbies. Uh, oh, it's true. Hobbies. Maybe there'll be knitting questions. Yep. The, the subcategory is so close with an exclamation point. uh so you said that was a three it was a three all right what title eluded racehorse big brown in 2008 when he lost the belmont stakes after winning the kentucky derby and preakness what title (laughs) eluded that racehorse uh yeah i know so much about horses um, <laughs> yeah, that's actually a theme on on Herb Chirp is how the three of us know nothing about horses. Yeah, we don't. Horses we don't freak me out. Okay, they they, don't. they're really scary. I they feel are. like there is there's like a triple crown thingy that, ah, that... yes. Oh, just stop. Triple okay, stop. triple yeah. crown. Hey, hey, David, yeah. mm-hmm. David, not, don't do that. Not cool. <laughs> Very not cool. I'm docking you a point, dude. <laughs> no, I won't. But if you do that again, I, I'll dock it too. <laughs> But yes, yes, it is a triple crown. So congratulations, Annette. You can roll again. One. All right. This is coming from the 1990s edition. And the 1990s edition in the special metal box uh, gives you the the actual year uh, on each card for one is uh, for what's coming from. So this is coming from 1990. Okay. Yep. What was the, what was your number again? One. Number one. Okay. The category is oops. Like just... Oops. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> what is Britney Spears? Yep. So I did it again. What gag product was the subject of a lawsuit by the unamused producer of Hamburger Helper? We are looking for a gag oh. product. Um, I feel like this is probably something super specific that I don't remember. Was it... Um, in 1990. 1990. Specifically. Specifically. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was a hamburger helper version made with, we'll go with horse meat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a very good guess. And you're on the right track. Uh, it was roadkill helper. Oh. Oh, wow. Yep. I was going to guess hamburger herder. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been good, too. It's All right. Rival. It was a good run. It was. It was a very good run. And it brought you all the way up to four points. So you got, you got halfway there. So nice work. All right. So next we are going to go to Sage, who was next up. So it is your five. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition, in which category five is Innovations. What site made Sony Honcho Howard Stringer yearn for a virus that would punish music pirates with, quote, four hours of Yanni. So we're wait, looking... Wait, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> music... Wait. What, music my mom used to do that. What, yeah, what site made Sony Honcho Howard Stringer yearn for a virus that would punish music pirates with four hours of Yanni? We're looking for a site. A s- but that... Okay. I thought it was more of a client, but I'm going to say Napster. Uh, turn Napster into a site... I don't know what what yeah. kind of website is Napster. Well, just uh, how do you say a website? <laughs> like Napster dot com. <laughs> yes, but that's the same thing. Congratulations! It's like the name of it. <laughs> Napster yep. is the name of it. Yeah, but like Nap- I just said Google. It specifically says Napster dot com. That's Very so silly. stupid. That's this so is stupid. The twentieth anniversary edition ain't okay. my favorite, but you get to roll again. Okay, um, and that's a very specific insult too. Four hours really of Yanni. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what if they Yanni don't mind Yanni? Yeah. Yeah. What if they don't get Yanni? He's Super a rude. best-selling artist. Um, I rolled I mean, three. I mean, Kenny G now you're talking. 
All right. A three. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Millennium Edition. Category three is history. What scandal did independent prosecutor Lawrence Walsh spend $40 million investigating? Say that again. (laughs) This is history. And what scandal did independent prosecutor Lawrence Walsh spend $40 million investigating? Okay. Well, that has exactly one detail in it. And I don't know who that guy is. So I have no idea what, like, (laughs) there could be, there were many, many scandals and investigations. And I have one detail to go on and I don't know who he is. The Millennium Edition. Just pick your favorite. It came out in 1998, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I don't know if that it helps or hurts. It yeah, 1998. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. What is it? You want to guess a scandal? Uh, I don't particularly want to, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm it, not going to force you it, to. <laughs> is it the Iran-Contra affair? It is the Iran-Contra scandal. Yeah. This, it says the Iran-Contra scandal on the card. So. It sounds classier as an affair. I know. I've never, heard sc- pick, I've never heard scandal paired with they'd it. They'd be wearing yeah, tuxedos in the affair. Right? Like yeah. the Thomas Crown affair. It's a great mm-hmm. affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say, have you heard about this Iran-Contra affair? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kirsten, we are going to go to you next. You currently okay. have three points. And I rolled a three. All right. This is coming from the Disney children's box. Yay. So, Kirsten, welcome to the world of people. Okay. Was. I think I'm there now. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded hesitant about being in the world of people, which I is relatable. (laughs) All right. This is a question that I'm probably going to mangle the pronunciation for, but I'm going to try it. I will spell it for you if you need it to. Okay. So tell me, was. La Margine Gumbody, a musketeer. What? So, <laughs> this is supposed to be people, not mice. <laughs> this is this is a legit Disney question. So, uh, La Margine is L A M A R G I N E, first name, and then last name is Gumbody, G U M B O D Y. And we want to know if this person or thing uh, was a musketeer. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the world of people, so I'm assuming this is a person. Or is it? Yeah, it's a yes um, or no question. I'm going to say no. You're correct. Yay! Ooh. Good job. Yeah. So who were they? Yeah, did they, they tell us? Now I'm curious. There's no, yeah, there's no information. There's no information. Okay, we're, we're doing to... this. What, what's the spelling again? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I need to know. It's L-A-M-A-R-G-I-N-E. And last name is Gumbody, G-U-M-B-O-D-Y. Nobody named Gumbody can use a sword. That's why I said no. Not La musketeers, Marjean though. It's musketeers. Is that the fancy name wow. for Gumbody? Um, that is a do- a hillbilly daughter on a Jonathan Winters album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. oddly specific. One mention on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Google, Google said to me, are you sure you don't want Lamborghini body? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, you better work. Man. I, I guess children were... Uh, smarter back in 19 whenever this came out 83 84 yeesh uh but good job you you got it correct thank you you get to roll again uh six all right this one's coming from the 1990s edition uh once again this card is from 1990 uh category number six is i think it's hanging like these hgn um (laughs) yep hanging but not okay. hanging. There's an, apo- there's an apostrophe. Because they're cool. G-I-N. Okay, yeah. Hang in. Hang in. Yep. So what NBC sports announcer admitted keeping a 1958 Mickey Mantle baseball card in his wallet? Oh, those are two things I don't know. I think NBC about. sports announcer announcer from 1990. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a no for me. I was... <laughs> Someone else can totally guess because I have no clue. <laughs> no ideas. It's Bob Costas. It, it was Bob Costas. Oh. Yeah, he still has it. Wow. That's in his wallet. In he's shape. how old now if he was doing this in 1990? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's been doing yeah. this forever. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that brings us to Monty. Um, oh, God. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, the score, score roundup. So we've got David is in the lead with eight. Um, both Annette and Kirsten tied. I'm really happy you guys tied. With we four. can stay friends. <laughs> yep. Oh, I really didn't want to be your enemy. Yep. Uh, and Sage, Sage has a very respectable three, um, mm. but now it is Monty's turn. Monty's got five, so it's it's possible that he could overtake David for the lead. So, go for it, Monty. Okay. Two. All right. 
this question is coming from the Star Wars uh, edition, and that's the Star Wars prequel, or not non-prequels edition, sorry. Uh. Mm-hmm. Also non-sequels, so just the original trilogy. And uh, category two is weapons and vehicles, I believe. Yep. WV, weapons. Space Lamborghini. (laughs) So, what ship. That's prequel only. (laughs) What ship has a small retractable laser cannon hidden in the underside of its hull? Oh, the Millennium Falcon. That is correct. You may roll again. Five. Well, speaking of Millennium, this is the Millennium Edition. Oh, nice. Yep. And category five is sports and leisure. So, what. Body parts does Brazilian soccer phenom Ronaldo have insured for $26 million? Uh, kinky. I feel mm-hmm. like it's got to be his feet. You'd think so, but it's I not. I would think so. It's, it's, oh, no. It's his. It's his go, David? It's his legs? Nope. What? It is not. Uh, everybody <laughs> gets to job. guess. Annette, what's your guess? <laughs> yeah. His hands? Nope, Sage. What's left? Ankles. I don't know. Nope. Kirsten. Um, my answer is the after dark version. <laughs> <laughs> also, we just got to keep moving on. up the body. To, we'll find it nope. eventually. You, <laughs> skipped, you skipped something. It was his knees. knees. Yep. Knees. Oh, oh, knees. Yep. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. Okay. Yeah, which means that David is our winner. That was a, that was a good good attempt from Monty Yay. coming in with six there. Uh, I'm again. I'm very very happy about the tie between my two Herbshire co-hosts. So <laughs> I, <need> some, <laughs> I haven't. We're completely... supposed to meet up later. It was going to be really awkward. Right. I will not to hang out. to the south side if I'm mad at Annette. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not tank my other podcast. but i am i'm very glad that you were all here thank you so much for joining me once again uh monty annette sage david and kirsten you guys are 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 the tops and thank you as always to our non-random listeners please join us again on the next incomparable game show cheery bye bye